The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Man Cave. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> hey, hey, where the, the feet smell like Doritos and the beer is cold. Well, I don't have any beer, but I know your feet stink. My my skin is probably dry from the sun, beating on my toe, o- openly exposed sandals. Dude, what you what you what you uh, what you do this this week? This week, you know, uh, this past weekend, pretty yeah. much laid low. A lot of football taken in and uh, trying to get the house all ready because you know uh, we do our camp, and so uh, the people, uh, the family from. The Zuni, uh, some of the Zuni people are coming down that you've done a camp with with me. Uh, they're coming down to stay for the, this week for the Eagles game, and then we got Jazz Fest. So I spent this weekend kind of just doing things around the house. In the house, ready, man. I, I, I had the unfortunate privilege to go to the Chicago Bears-Miami Dolphins game <laughs> and sit in the stands. Where it was the first time I got to take all my brothers my my my, my uh, in laws to a game, and we had to sit there and watch that. I don't. I mean, I, I I left out of there. We left in the fourth quarter, but it was just horrific. It was just horrific. Yeah, I, I was watching it from this end, and I was just thinking about all of our peeps. I was like, man, Cuz DJ Phil Emery, and I saw your pictures. I, I was online. I was like, oh, Ray is probably just ready to go, and it looked like you know I saw the. The haze, too. I was like, man. And I'm looking outside. I'm like, yeah, I made the right decision to move out here. <laughs> Everybody had gloves on. We already had the gloves on. Everybody was packed up and everything. But, you know, it is what it is. That's what, you never know what you, you're going to show up when you go to a Bears game. But, I mean, we can't. We I don't want to switch subjects. But, you know, Mr. Rogers, the scientist, I mean, come on, man. What's up? He, he's beasting, man. I can't take I mean, he is a ball player. He's doing what he does, and you know he. I, I had I, he put he he made me stomp on my words, just like I'm doing now. I'm like, what can I say? The dude is a ball player. I would like to see if he gets another ring, things like that. Then I have to reconsider who I would deem as the greatest. Man, but uh, going with that. You know, staying with football a little bit, you know, crazy weekend with the NFL, Percy Harvin, dog. I was like, what? I thought somebody was joking. I saw it on Facebook on my feed line. And I was like, whatever, this ain't April. I'm not a fool. <laughs> Man, like, what is dude? Like, yo. <laughs> I mean, Percy Harvin in there just, then the reports came out about him, like, 
face bashing Golden Tate. I was like, dang, is he Steve Smith number two? Hey, he was going in. Russell Wilson ain't black enough. I mean, it is. Oh, I didn't hear that. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Uh, Rewind that. Dude, so you you don't realize that now there's talks amongst the team about Russell Wilson not being black enough. I did not hear that. What does that mean? Especially for a multiracial individual. <laughs> it's like, what are you supposed to do? Deny the other half of them? Man, I mean, what it, it's, when, that, when I heard that, dude, I said, now, that, I, you remember my first couple of statements last week, I mean, the week before, when I said the NFL has become the biggest reality show. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, but before we get on that, Percy Harvin, all that they gave up, the second round picks, all that, to get him in, you know, to get him from Minnesota, he, he wore out his stay in Minnesota. Then he goes there. He's all, he's often injured, just like he was in Minnesota. Right. But when he gets out there, everybody and their mama's scared of him. I mean, both on and off the field. I mean, wow. And the other thing with the guy is now he's going to the Jets. And, you know, Rex is loving it. And they're only possibly giving up a sixth or seventh round pick for him. Talk about a steal. But I, I, I just can't believe that one thing I got to give Pete Carroll credit for, Ray, is when he makes a decision, he makes a decision and moves on. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. he'll make the tough decision. He'll yeah. make the decision that no one else will say, well, man, I got all this money tied up in this guy. I can't trade this cat. We just mm-hmm. got to let you know time take his uh, t- uh, role. And at that point, we'll let him go. Not Pete Carroll. He says, okay, yeah, we tr- signed the quarterback from Green Bay when Russell Wilson came in. A Flynn? Nope. Russell Wilson's the guy. Bye, Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now this thing with Percy Harvin, it was a mistake. All right, we move on. Bye. And, it's, and it just seems like everywhere Percy Harvin is going, he's just leaving trash everywhere. And it's so surprising to me because I just thought, you know, I didn't see him as that type of guy at first when he first came into the league. You know? I, see, I, I felt I, I felt different because with him being in Minnesota and knowing Rick and uh, how those guys are, they're pretty mm-hmm. tolerant of people. But here's mm-hmm. the other thing. And they had a picture out on Facebook a couple years ago. You had a Mimi, I guess that's the new term. And it had one of him, Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper, and Tim Tebow. I'm like, Urban Meyer, first of all, has some talented dudes on his squad. But, man, managing that? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what is going on in Gainesville? Literally, but uh, <laughs> well, you tell, hey, tell me what's going on in Arizona because y'all y'all kind of balling a little bit. Well, hey, Bruce. First of all, would I like him and having the opportunity to be out there with the field, on the field with him for about five six days? One thing is he's a no nonsense guy. Yeah, and guys, you may not like what he says, but you got to respect him. He's not going to yeah. BS you. He's going to let you know, hey, you're just not getting the job done. And here's the thing, because where he's at in his career and his age, he can say it and it's like, you know, 
your sensors your sensors start to change as you get older. Like yeah. I, I look at my dad. N- not that dad does anything raw, but now before you know how my dad is. He's very loving and kind, and everybody loves that. But now sometimes I'm like, whoa, dad, did you just kind of say that? <laughs> you know. Uh, and so it's funny, and that's why I see with Bruce Arians. It's like, okay, I'm proven, I'm established. Now what? And I think that's permeated through the team. So guys is like, okay, we know that no one is excluded from his criticism, mm-hmm. whether you're Larry, whether you're Carson. So, so tell me this. Do you think, what do you think about the, and I know it's just a small, a small situation, but something like that can grow into something bigger. What do you think about what, uh, what is his name, Darnell Duckett? Docket. <laughs> yeah. Like now, so what you saying now putting, you know, the chemistry of what you just said to that, what do you how do you think he's going to handle that? He will say in front of everybody. What? And Darnell will like him because Bruce has a sailor mouth. He probably ask him, what the bleep were you thinking? Mm-hmm. And he'll make a statement and move on. And that's the thing. He'll make a statement and he will move on. Yeah. Yeah. But and really, and that Oakland game when you play a team like Oakland in that situation, it's like you have a team that has some emotional turmoil or changes, and they're really not that bad. Their their record is worse than probably what they are as a team. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at the games, you know they're only a touchdown or two or three points away from winning a game. They're just kind of snake bitten, Mm -hmm. and those are the teams that is scary to play. Because you don't know what's going to happen. And, and they don't have anything to lose. Too. Exactly. <laughs> at that point now, I mean, you know, two more losses, they can forget about it it's the rest of the season. So, you know, that's the team that can totally screw up your whole, you know, your, 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 uh, your, your, your run to the, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, like Washington, what is going on? Like you have, I thought Kirk Cousin was a guy that should be drafted. But if RG3 wasn't, necessarily thriving in, in Jay Gruden's system. And now you have Kirk Cousin, who was kind of seemed like the unheralded guy that they really wanted to succeed. He's not doing it. And now Colt McCoy is going in, possibly. is like when you have a coaching or a quarterback carousel, a lot of times they say you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> right. And you don't have and, and see that's the that's, that's that's the top of the pyramid. When you don't have an actual identification, no one can identify who is the who is our leader, who are we going to war with? That's changing every day. That's th- that team can understand there's so much turmoil going around there. You know how that is sitting in the locker room and you you're not only losing, but the right people aren't playing right and then you can feel that tension around the locker room. Exactly. And sometimes as a if you really want to know get a gauge of your team, talk to your equipment guy. Uh, mm. and that's, having, a, that's, 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 that's such a good statement, bro. Having had the experience of starting bar, bottom up literally in the NFL, the time I spent in an equipment room, I was able to see like Dave Wanstead come in with some tough decisions and well, ask questions. Not that anyone was narking or snitching. It wasn't like that. He would just say, hey, what do you think about this? And he would ask us, and it was like, I remember when he went after Tyrone Hill, who was a return man from New Orleans. And he was like, hey, what do you think about him? And it wasn't out yet that they were going for him. But it was interesting. 
And then, you know, when we had to cut Lonzo Spellman and that whole fiasco. So you get to get a, a gauge and a feeling on that team by what goes on in the locker room. And so that goes back to Percy Harvin and things like that. It's like, hey, man, this dude is probably co- constantly nonstop in the locker room. I mean, you've been in the locker room, Ray. What, uh, what was some of your experiences like? That's some of, I mean, that could be some of the negative experiences right there. Like, seriously, you when you see guys bickering, battling like that, and 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 you you know, then you hear it on the on the uh, nowadays. You're hearing it not only on social media, but it's hitting the internet by the time you go to lunch. You know, mm-hmm. and to, to know that tension. You can feel the tension, and it all it, it it not only separates the locker room, but it just puts a it puts such a negative you know cloud over over what's going on that you really can't you feel like you can't really trust anybody. Yeah, I mean, at one time it was like a brotherhood, but now it's uh, islandhood. You and that you, can only and that can be caused. That's that's happened to many on a lot of teams with a lot of wide receivers, and we know that it takes one voice to screw up the whole locker room. And, and, and speaking of wide receivers. Having coached in college, I tell you what, that the wide receiver coach has to be a tough-minded, special individual because yeah. you're talking about guys that are ultra-competitive ultra and it's only one ball, and most of the time, most ratios run the pass of 60 to 40, and then you got to compete with four other people uh, to get on. So it, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So uh, we're very close. Uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more football, and we have a special guest coming in. So uh, we'll talk to you in a bit. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
you're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on? What's going on? Now we are back. We are back. Man, we was we was right in the middle of that football stuff. It's been so crazy in the NFL. You just can't get off of it, Jay. Like like Craig Beck, crazy like that glue. <laughs> that's that's that ain't nothing else you can do. It's just it's it's the biggest reality show, and I'm tuning in every week. I got one of my man. This has got to be one of my favorite guys that I hang out with. One of I mean, more most well respected guy that I've met. Every time I come out to Arizona, he take care of his boy. I mean, I've been some places with him. I can't say every place that we done been, <laughs> but I done been some places, man. And I tell you, I have never seen so much a guy that gets just so much clout and respect. You know, I mean, we went to Vegas one time. It's a really small story. And we went to Vegas. And I guarantee you, when I say top notch, they treated that man like top notch, man. So I just wanted to say, welcome, my homeboy. With your very own Arizona Diamondbacks, Mr. Junior Spivey. What's going on, Cat? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Pretty good, Junior. And, and just to let you know, from my end, I mean, just a lot of circles being out here in the Valley. Every time I meet someone or they're talking, I hear Junior Spivey. And I was like, I got to meet this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope it's some good things. Man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so what's going on, Junior? What, what, what you up to these days? What's man, good? Not much, man. I'm just taking it easy, uh, playing a little golf, coaching some kids, just staying busy, staying active, uh, watching playoff match. You know, this is my favorite time of the year. You know, I have my, I get my little football kit, uh, my football uh, fix. I got my baseball fix. Moving yeah. right in into basketball, so this is my favorite time of the year. So, I'm, I'm just loving, loving it right now. I call it a sports October. October is a sports month. I, I agree yeah. with you, man. So, yeah. so what's getting the most excited about NFL, NCAA? What, what, what's, what's, what's your poison right now? Well, well, I, I mean, uh, I grew up a Cowboys fan, so oh, okay. it's pretty, you know, it's pretty refreshing to see the Cowboys do what they do. But even more, more than that is to see what the Cardinals are doing, man. And you know, with the Super Bowl uh, coming up here, being out here in Arizona, man, having opportunities to have the Super Bowl in your backyard—that, that to me is probably the most exciting for me. So just hopefully the Cardinals can keep it up, and you know we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Now, I, I, you're not putting all too much hope in Dallas, are you? Just please be no, honest. No, <laughs> it, I'm not. But uh, I lo- I'm loving to see the running game uh, once again being established, man. You know, with Emmitt Smith and and before Emmitt having Herschel Walker, we we were spoiled with, with with great running backs. So to see you know the running back uh, era. Or the, the power running back being established again. I mean, it's really, it's really good to see that man. So uh, that's probably what I'm most excited about is to see you know Demarco Murray having the season that he's having, and hopefully he can continue to stay healthy and keep it up. So you know, I quit following the Cowboys once they got rid of To. So I, I kind of cut them loose, but. Uh, well, Junior, well, right well, look, this the hey, this the man cave now. So we talk about it all, right? Since we right here, we talking about the boys right now. No one has brought up that they just released Sam. <laughs> oh well, well, you know, man, come on, dude. I mean, they tried. They had. I mean, he, you know, they tried 
just, you know, the talent, man. You got to have, you got to be able to play despite, you know, everybody's rooting for him. And, you know, hey, you got to be able to play the game at the end of the day. You got to play this game. This is a man's game, and you got to be able to, to play the game and and uh, do what you got to do, man. These guys out there trying to eat, so you know you got to have that in. You got to have that dog in you. So Ray, I know you got something to say about it, anyway, man. Ray, <laughs> Ray, go ahead and express your feelings. Go ahead, man. I, 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 I mean, I'm just gonna say like. And I done had this conversation with a lot of guys and people can say whatever they want to say. I mean, that's my opinion. I've, I've, you know, I've been in the locker rooms. I've been, you know, on the fields and stuff. And, and to me, I think that, I think both teams realized that that was going to be a, still a lot of controversy. And I don't think anybody's prepared yet. Not prepared like, prepare like, ooh, I don't want to do it. Prepare like, how do we deal with all the things that are going to come from that? I just, I'm, I'm just stuck on that. I just, the NFL, wasn't ready for it. They ain't been ready for a lot of stuff. So, you know, just imagine all the things that can come off of that. So I can say this, though. I believe that this will open up an entertainment job for Michael Sam. That's it. I'm yeah. done. Now, now Junior, we know how football is. How do you think it would be in baseball? No chance. No chance. I mean, I'm being totally honest and he would have a chance, man. You got to uh, – everybody is talking about it. They're not the ones that have to shower with this guy at the end of the day. And it's like you put me in a shower, any straight guy in a shower with 30 to 60 women, I mean, shoot, you're going to rise. So <laughs> it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. But that's what you're dealing with, and that's what people don't understand. That's what you don't understand, and – that is going to happen. It's just naturally is going to happen. You can't help that. And that's going to be a problem. It's going to create an issue. It's going to create a problem. So I think that's the whole problem in a nutshell. I, I think, you know, yeah. You got you to like one. It's, 30, it's 60 of them in there, right? <laughs> what is it, 63? What, what, what'd you say? You, you got to find your flavor? <laughs> you're going to like one. There's going to be one that's going to change your life. And he's not going to be able to resist. I mean, nature's going to rise. That's all. <laughs> It, it, for me, it just, and I feel you, dog. It's just like, I just got this thing. It's just, I don't think the NFL was prepared for all the human resources and, and PR that they're doing right now. It's like they had, they, they have been on overload from the domestic violence to now you're dealing with, you know, uh, homosexuals on teams. You Now you're dealing with uh, child abuse. Like you got so much going on that they don't know. They don't, they, they wasn't prepared for none of this. And how do you prepare? Like what, what proactive st- uh, steps do you really take? Well, let me ask you that to you, Junior. When you were playing, did did y'all ever meet on stuff like this? No, not one time. It not wasn't even an issue. It never, never came up. Time. You know, um, I've never played with anyone that I even assumed that was gay. And, you know, it was just, it was never an issue. It was never a problem. So I, I can only imagine, you know, being in a locker room and you have to deal with that. I mean, it is going to. Be, it would be a distraction, and that's just the bottom line. And uh, I think, just like you said, they didn't give it much thought. They didn't give it a lot of thought. And uh, being in that locker room, man, of course, it's going to be a problem, man, because guys walk around the locker room naked, and and I think that's <laughs> that's a problem. And just like we're saying in a man cave, when we get all, you know, I know Ray, we you've been to my house, I've been to yours. 
we get back and we sit back and talk. That's what the locker room, that's your place, especially in baseball, as much time as you guys spend. When you get in that locker room, that's your sanctuary. That's where you go and you let your clothes off and your hair down and, you know, you keep it real in there. And so to feel like you're walking in eggshells in a place that you shouldn't, I can only imagine the challenges with that. Right, and I think it, I think it'll happen. Eventually, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to have to be a guy that's the man. He's that guy, and you can't resist the talent. The talent is, is just going to overshadow all the other things that may come that way. You know, I have a, I have a saying, man. Attitudes can change, but talent talent don't. So you know, you you can think one way about someone, you know, but if, if there's talent, he's that talented. He's that guy. You know, if you, you'll you'll look past all of that. And it's going to have, he's going to have to he's going to have to be blessed with a tremendous amount of talent you know, in order for this sport to work. I totally agree. I, if, if and let's just say if he had Dwight Freeney type talent or he had you know Patrick Peterson type talent, that I guarantee he would he right. he would stood. Now that he didn't, I believe that I felt that the NFL was going to use that as a way of gaining more uh, revenue by 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 a new audience, an audience that they haven't been able to tap in. Absolutely, absolutely. And and here's the thing. Uh, just change the subject. Speaking of talent. And we're going to kind of uh, go into the college thing. And here's a dual sport athlete. Uh, like a lot, all of us have been suffering. You guys have been at, at the higher level, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> um, but J- uh, Jamison Winston, what's up with your boy, man? You want to think? Well, I think he's just young, man. I think some of the things he is, that, have, that he's done, he, he, he calls on himself. But it's just being young, being young, being a college kid. At the end of the day, and I think he's going to tour, and it's just going to take a little. It's just a matter of time. Now, I just think that kind of it's a witch hunt for him, and the microscope is on him. He has to understand that hey, the microscope is on me, so I'm going to take a chill pill for a little bit. And I think guys like Donovan McNabb should reach out to him, and I'm pretty sure Don has, or you know, he just needs someone that's kind of got him because it's when you're the face of a franchise and you're the face of a university, being their quarterback, you're that guy. It's just certain things you're not going to be able to do, and it's just physical maturity. He's just young, man. He's he's just doing kid stuff, and it's just you know he's just going to have to change that, man. I think he will. Now, Junior, I mean, you know, he plays baseball too. Do where is he in terms of a baseball player? Is he as first big? Rounder. Huh? <laughs> first rounder. Okay, so he throws ninety five, uh, man. So you know, that's just man. Guys do worse things than what he has done. I mean, he's just so happened to. He's big. He's that guy at night at nineteen, twenty years old. He's that guy. I think that's the only thing. He's that guy, and you know, it's man. He's just doing some young stuff. That's all. So, would you, if you were him, would you do a Charlie Ward and play baseball or go to football? Well, it it depends on me. It's it's hard to walk away from money. I know with baseball, the longevity is there, and he he can he can sign for ten million. But with football, being that quarterback. You know, down the road, you're looking at signing for over 100 and something million. So you just never know. We don't know if he would be that starting pitcher or that closer. Now, the closer, he's not going to get paid the kind of money that a starting pitcher would get paid mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But I think quarterback is the way he should go. Um, personally, I think he would be, he's, he's that guy. He's, he will be that guy um, to put up those kind of numbers at the quarterback position. If, Fitz, if, if Fitzpatrick can sign for 100 million, 
I mean, come on, I can go on and on and name <laughs> some of the guys. <laughs> you know, I don't want to call out a whole bunch of guys, but you're talking about Fitzpatrick signed for over $100 million, and I believe um, Fl- uh, Flacco signed for $100 million. I guarantee you, if, if uh, put in the right system, going to the right team, I think James Winston will be that guy to sign that kind of, that kind of deal. Okay, uh, we're go- we're gonna talk about this a little bit more. We're gonna go into break b- because this is an interest. I-, I have some different perspectives on it and want to hear what Ray has to say. So uh, tune back in. We'll- Man cave. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So we were uh, we went into break uh, talking about Jameis Winston. And, you know, over break we had some conversations. And one of the things is, you know, I made a statement, and Ray, you, uh, go ahead and piggyback off of this. I asked, and coming from a front office perspective, uh, Junior tagged in a little bit, do you think Jameis Wilson will be drafted in the first round? I, I, I can say I do because I, I think there's enough teams out there looking for an athletic player. Do I think he's ready to play? In my opinion, if you can leave early, leave early. I just, if they're going to pay you early, man, go ahead and get out early. And I, I just think for right now, there are enough teams out there looking for a serious quarterback. Because he does, like, like, like Junior said, he does have some McNabb in him. He definitely has some wiggle to him. My, my concern or my fear, just looking at it for the, being around some of the decision makers and seeing how they look at things, the perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like from our perspective – urban youth, blase, blase, we see it, we get it. But you guys know, especially even in baseball, Junior, I mean, Gary Sheffield back in the day used to talk about it. You have a situation you're looking at 
a kid like Winston and it's like, do you are you going to put your franchise on this kid with the instability at a position like quarterback? If he was a wide receiver and you're a, a team that's not going to be picking in the top 10, do you want that type of distraction when you don't have maybe your team is already down? Cleveland, Cleveland did it. But yeah, exactly. Cleveland did it with Manziel. So what are you uh, exactly, but Cleveland, again, their perspective. We know that the way black quarterbacks – or sometimes other athletes are viewed versus the other athletes. And I, I just, I'm like, that same micro, will that microscope be the same? It, it will be the same. We, we're playing in a different era. He's playing, well, he's playing in a different era. We didn't have the social media involved the way we did, let's just say, five, ten years ago. So yeah. it's, a, it's a different ball game. And I just think with, with, with just talking to some of the guys and being around pros and mm-hmm. veterans to show them how, to avoid some of the other negative distractions that could come about, I think that's 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 about it. I mean, I don't think he really understands right now the magnitude of, of the position where he sits, being a quarterback and being playing on that big stage. I mean, mm-hmm. this dude can play at the big stage, and I think he'll be able to avoid some of the other you know negative attention that that, that comes his way. Uh, you know, once he's he's able to play at that level. Well, so, I mean, you guys brought up uh, Manziel, but. You see Cleveland does shut Manziel down. I mean, by not playing him, is not as much access to him. I mean, is that how someone well, goes with Jameson? Or if he's that I, much of, you know, especially being athletic and, and having the powerful arm that he does, you're tempted to play him faster. And are you setting him up like a Vince Young? And, and I mean, because that's who I actually compared him to. I, he reminded me of Vince Young coming out. With the attention that he he receives and how Vince Young, you know, left his college career, but at, I think he Vince just he he's more of a he reminds me of a Steve McNair McNabb type. They stay in the pocket. I mean, to me, Vince Young was a run first in a sense, and yet, mm-hmm. you know, even with with with, with Vince Young, I I still just think he deserves a second and third chance. You know, he he does he's not getting that. You know, it's unfortunate, but. Um, I think Winston will be fine, man. I think he'll be just fine. Ray? Well, I, 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 I agree. I think, um, you know, it's so funny nowadays. And it's so funny that you brought up, like, a, a Vince Young. And um, there's a couple other quarterbacks out there that, are, that, are, that came in that were, you know, black quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks, that people thought they were going to change the whole game like Michael Vick did. But they fizzled out. And I think nowadays they and then let's look at let's look at Robert Griffin. You know, nowadays we're looking at they're bringing in these kids so young and so fast. They're just trying to see if they work out, and if they don't, they're just dropping them like flies. And then you have <laughs> other guys that like a Shane Matthews, a Danny yes. Werfel back in the day, a Ty Detmer. Um, I just seeing the other side of it. I know that perception is different. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether I agree with it or not is. You know, people's experience influences their perception and their reality. And so I think because I'm kind of playing advocate here because I'm looking from their uh, from maybe a different perspective. And I'm wondering the decision makers, how are they going to view him and, you know, the different antics and stuff like that? Well, I think uh, now it's a little different now because now you got those veteran quarterbacks like Randall and uh, Warren Moon 
and Donovan that can take these guys and put them under their wing. And you see guys like Deion Sanders and, and Michael Irvin, they're taking these guys and putting them under their wing and, and showing them how to be a pro. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, now uh, guys, you know, they'll be able to do that now with the help of those veterans that's been there, done it, and they, they, they defend the respect. They respect these guys. And I think that's what it, that's, that, that right there is going to help them. It goes a long way. They do that in baseball. We do it, and I think now we're starting to see it more so now in football. These guys are reaching back and trying to help these young men. Junior, let me, um, you know, speaking of, 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 you know, those those retired former players and those, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, mentors, how about we just say just a real quick snippet about Mr. Chris Carter? Would you? Uh, Mr. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Come on, Chris Carter. Now, I, I was having this conversation guys hey, just later. It, and I, they just forget how they were, and they forget that they were once young. And when you're young, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes that young men do, you know, and this, it just happens. Instead of pointing the finger all the time, why not grab this young man? Instead of criticizing him on national TV, these some of the things you do, man, you can do behind closed doors. But I think, man, when it comes down to ratings and it comes down to this, man, you want to make a, 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 a show out of it, man, I just think it's, it's not fair. But, I mean, some of the things Chris Carter did, man, when he was young, and you see him on the court, sideline cussing everybody out, the quarterback, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was wilding out. And all of a sudden, you know, you're born again. And, man, man, come on, dude. I mean, you was that same guy. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. I, I, was, I was just talking about this not too long ago. I just think sometimes, you know, a lot of people get in that broadcast pedestal and they just think they can just forget about their whole past like it never happened. And it's like, man, yeah, these guys, there's more, somebody's making a mistake every day when we, when we turn on the TV on the, in the NFL. And the difference is, it's more cameras to capture it. <laughs> you know? I was just about to say, just, just, just like, like, like Junior said earlier, social media and, and the internet has changed how everything has been done, even including signing an autograph. Because back in the day, Junior, when you would sign autograph in college and I signed an autograph in college, you know, and on, on somebody's shirt, they couldn't go put that back on eBay. They kept that for themselves. Nowadays, you can get an autograph signed from Winston before he went, you know, pro and sell it on eBay tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you so know, a lot of those things I think you're gonna have to learn. You're gonna have to start personalizing stuff to these people, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people trying to capitalize on them. You know, and I think back to the whole college thing. College athletes should get paid. They're bringing billions and billions of dollars to to this institution and um, you know to this business or corporation or whatever you want to call it. They deserve to be compensated. I Period. totally agree. There is yeah. uh, that is the biggest hustle right now in sports. I mean, strong arming these kids, and then you could profit off of my likeness, but I can't. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is gangster, man. That's it's unbelievable. I was trying to explain that to somebody, Junior. I, I mean, cut you. I was trying to explain that to somebody. How how would you feel if you were struggling and your parents were struggling at home, and then your parent, your mom, drives all the way sixteen hours to come see you play, goes into a store with her last name or your dad's last name? own that shirt and you ain't making none of that money right like well, that is things, man. That it is, just carries over man you get to the nfl and man you see some polo draws man and you see that gucci black i gotta have it <laughs> <laughs> so, you forget you got you got some money but you just forget you just kind of black out man like oh dang, 
You know what I mean? I think I mean, maybe I did have five cat five G's in my, in my pocket, but you forget. You just want you just walk out of the store with it. You forget. I mean, that's real pimping. <laughs> I mean, if you if, if if I mean, not trying to go street with everything, but the NCAA is pimping these guys. <laughs> it, it, it's sad. It, yeah. it, 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 it needs to change, man. It's sad. It needs to change. It's a new era. It's a new day, and there's enough money to go around for everybody. And they just need they need to do something about it because it really looks bad. And my my other issue is with it, especially with. Like you, I mean, you're able, you could go to the pros. You didn't have to go to college first to play baseball, you know, uh, in order to go to the majors. You know, you, there's a system in place. But now, you know, with football players, even though physically I don't feel like most guys can come from straight to high school to the pros, uh, is maybe one in a million. But in basketball, now you got to go for a year and they're even trying to up that. I'm like, come on now. But motocross, anything else, you don't have to do that. Right. And I think what, base, what helps baseball is the fact that you go through a minor league system where you have to grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you draft out of high school, you come out of college, you have to learn how to be responsible and how to be a man. And now you're only getting paid a certain amount of money. You're not making tons of money. You're not making a lot at all. So you have to, you have, you know, you have, to have roommates. You have to pay bills. You guys have to split that. You know, you have to pay electric bills. And you, have to, you have to grow up. And then you learn to value your money a little bit because you're not making. You're only making $800 a month or $1,000 a month. And, you, and there's four of you living in a three-bedroom or two-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. So I think going through the minor league system helps guys before they get to, they get to the major league. That's awesome, Steve. And, that, and that's, I think, going back to, you know, all the way back to the PR on all this, you know, there's still – you know, not everybody does it like baseball. And I always talk about spite when it comes to the unions. And I think, what, baseball probably has one of the best unions out there, you know, the way they run things. And it's just like it, it all starts from the top, point blank. Say it again. I just missed it. I'm sorry. Say it again. I missed it. No, I was just saying it, it all starts from the, from the top. If they're putting right. down, into you know, you know, doing stuff like, you know, uh, setting the minor guys up and, and showing them how, you know, this is how it's going to be before you get big time. It's just there's just a gap to me when it comes from college to NFL. Right. I, I just think, man, they, they, they go. They, they only do it once in your whole career. I believe in football, you yeah. go through the rookie symposium and then that's about it. They yeah. don't you know, it's not a thing that just kind of walk you through it or hold your hand like, you know. These are the things that you, you're going to be faced with. These are the things you're going to have to deal with. Be careful of this. There's vultures out there that's, that's looking to take advantage of you. There's women out there. You have access to all these things. But there's not, there's not really a blueprint to kind of help you and hold your hand through that process. And after you bump your head, after your, your second, third, or fourth year in, and then you start to realize and wake up, okay, now I, gotta, I, I get a hold of this thing. But I just think that they need to have something, you know, throughout this uh, – more than the rookie symposium, they need Absolutely. to do something once or twice a year to bring the guy in. That's the, you know, uh, the rookie to first your first three years, and then, you know, from your your fourth through your eighth year, and then on your way out of the game to kind of help you uh, uh, deal with some of the things that you're going to be faced with. Because even dealing with transitioning, you know, everyone can transition. Everyone can be a Ray Austin and to reinvent himself and start another career, you know, leaving the game in case you get injured and this is what you're going to be faced with because once that check starts rolling in, that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah. Not, you know, it's going to be hard for you to make that kind of money ever again. 
Well, speaking so, of a rap, we, we, I hate to cut you off. We're going to go into break, and we're going to continue this and then talk about picks and talk about how Ray is getting skull drug. <laughs> to the pros we, we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports what sets apart voiceamerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private tv channel we support multiple media formats so all of your video content can be in one place we offer a number of advertising and video packages for more information visit voiceamerica.tv if you think you've seen online tv like this before let us surprise you Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to JD Harris at high-intensitysports.com Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, I got the fellas in. I got Ray Austin uh, and we have Junior Spivey on and we're going to start uh, going ahead and getting our picks for next week. Uh, right now, Ray is, last week he was what you we we're almost neck and neck. I I picked eleven correct. You picked ten. Okay. Um, and then the week before it was seven to five. So it's right now. Okay. Well, we have eighteen to fifteen. Eighteen to fifteen. Okay. You three up. All right. Yeah, All I'm right. three up. I'm skull dragging. I'm beating you on games that you know obvious games that you should have picked, but we won't Bro, talk about that. We in the halftime. Come on, son. We only halfway there. Let's go. Okay, so uh, Junior's going to go ahead and join us with these picks. So the first game we have uh, that we're going to talk about is tonight or tomorrow night, San Diego and Denver. Got to go with Peyton. You know that. Uh, yeah, I can't go against Peyton. Yep. I, I'm, I agree. And I'm going with Peyton, too, because I ain't no fool. <laughs> All right, so everybody <laughs> said Den. All right, so uh, Detroit, Atlanta. Yep, Detroit. Yep, I have to go to Detroit. I have to go with Detroit. All right, so, man, this is too easy. This is Ray trying to learn from me. <laughs> All right, Houston to <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to have to take Houston, where, too. Where are, they playing? where are they playing? Uh, playing home. I would, I would go with Houston. I'm going to go with Houston, too. Okay. Minnesota, Tampa Bay. This is interesting. I'm I'm gonna only go with Tampa Bay because Minnesota's still going through. They got too much still on their on their plate. Junior, 
Where are they playing? Where are they playing, Ray? Where are they playing at? They are playing at, at, at Viking Stadium. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go with Tampa. I think I'm going with Tampa, too. All right, Seattle and Carolina. <coughs> oh, Seattle, Carolina? Yep. Yeah. Seattle. I take Seattle as well. We're all in agreement. This is scary. <laughs> all right, uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Oh, I'm uh, Baltimore. Easy. What did you say, Junior? Baltimore. I usually go Baltimore. I'm going to take Cincinnati on this one. All right, uh, the next one. We have Miami and Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, uh, Miami. Miami, Miami didn't look bad. Miami didn't look bad with so the Bears. Junior said Jacks. Like, All right. And what were you saying, Ray? My, Miami didn't look bad. They just Bears didn't play good, but Miami didn't look bad. <coughs> yeah, I I'm going to go with Junior on this one. I'm going Jacksonville because I think Blake Bortles has has an upside to him that is going to come out at the right time. So I'm going with uh, Jacksonville as well. Uh, Chicago, New England. <laughs> <laughs> you know my pick. New England. <laughs> New England. Man. New, New England, New England. And you know what? Just to be different, I think Brandon Marshall probably scared Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> Had him up in the corner of the locker room. I'm going to go ahead and go with Chicago. All right. All right. Uh, Buffalo and New York Jets. I'm going Buffalo. I'm going to go Jets, man. Jets? Why, why, why the Jets on this one? Say what now? Why are you going to Jets on this one, Junior? I'm going to Jets simply because I think their back's against the wall. And I think um, I think Gino is just getting it right, man. He's, he's, he's doing some things. He's making some moves. And I think uh, with uh, uh, Percy, um Percy went over to the Jets, right? Yeah. I think that's going to make that team that more dynamic. And I think they're going to have some little time together and, and, and create some kind of uh, some kind of chemistry. But I think that's going to open up a lot with, with the Jets. And I think just with that pressure of, like, you know, if Geno doesn't get it done, you know, um, you got Michael Vick in your, in your, in your you know, over, looking, over your, looking over your shoulder and you see Vick over there, and they're going to have to make a move because it's not – you know, they know the head coach know that hey, this, this could make or break me. So I think the pressure is on. I think they're going to respond to that pressure. And I, I'm going to go with the Jets for similar reasons. Not I, I wasn't as as detailed. I'm just thinking, like, hmm, Percy might get out there. You know, people, when he's on the field, he attracts attention. So you got you got to find him. And that is going to be, in Buffalo's mind, all week game planning for Percy Harvin. Uh so I I I think it'd be a good it'd be a nice physical game. So that that's what I'm looking forward to. The next one, Oakland and Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> God dog, man. <laughs> Where are they playing, man? Ooh. As, as much as I, you know, I'm gonna go Oakland, man. They gotta wake up at some point. Man, I have Cleveland, man. They look they uh, Oakland looks so garbage, man, please. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I'm going – this every time I go for Cleveland, it pains me because they still owe me some money when I work there. And I, the best thing about Cleveland is looking at it in a rearview mirror when I was leaving out of town. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Cleveland. <laughs> uh, all right. Philly and Arizona. 
You know Arizona. what, man? I'm going. I'm going with Arizona, man. They pl- defense is playing well. Patrick Peterson haven't woke up yet, but when he do, oh my goodness, it's gonna be something serious. So I'm gonna go with Cardinals. What you say, Junior? I, I'm going. I'm going Arizona. I think we're all in the same boat. I think th- that's a long flight for Philly, and then to come in and you got corners like Camardi and Peterson and uh, Honey Badger. I think the Cardinals just match up well and they're physical. So, I agree. Yeah, I think they're going to smack them boys in the mouth. And that, that boy, Michael Floyd, man. Woo. Man, dude, what? Just coming into his own, man. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you can't just key Larry because then you got Brown. And then yep. you got uh, my man coming out the backfield. It, Bruce is. Ellington. Yeah, Ellington, man. They they, they coming at him. And Ellington is very similar to me to uh, Sproles. Yeah. So uh, the ne- next one, I'm going to say Indy and Pitt. Is uh, Indy versus Pitt? I'd say uh, Pittsburgh. Pitt? Who is it again? Indy? I'm taking Pittsburgh, yep. Apples versus Pitt. Going Indianapolis. Indy? Yep. I'm going to go Indy just because my boy Pep, I think, I still, I'm still i still not believing in uh, Pittsburgh's offense. I'm sorry, Haley. I, I'm just not on the page with you, bro. <laughs> uh, let's go. Green Bay versus New Orleans. I got Aaron Rodgers all day. Yeah, Green Bay. All right, both of you guys going Green Bay. I am actually going to first time go against Green Bay this year, and I'm mm. going to go with New Orleans because I think Drew Brees steps up for games like this. Okay. Uh, and then let's see, the last one, Washington versus Dallas. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. I'm going to say Dallas, man. I would say Cowboys, but you know what they're thinking when they're going to promote this. That's going to look bad, man. They already in another I don't know, man. Colt McCoy may show out, man. You know, being in his hometown, I mean, he's in Dallas. He may show out. So, but I think I'm going to take Dallas. And, Ray, who did you say? You said Dallas too, Ray? Uh, definitely taking Cowboys. I, I, I slipped on them. I've been sleeping on them. I, they, they haven't they proven me wrong. So, I'm going to go with the Cowboys this time. I know eventually they're going to disappoint us, and when they disappoint, it's going to be big. Uh, but DeMarco Murray, like going back to what Junior was saying, controlling the clock, keeping Washington off. And Washington right now doesn't impress me as uh, – give me as a team that can come back from a large deficit. So if, you know, Dallas go up and score and get the, get the ball out of Tony Romo's hands, I got it. It's killing me, but I'm going to go with Dallas. I cannot go with Washington. So yeah, man, then it's the, the awakening of, of not even awakening, it's just you know this Escobar man. You know we always talk about Witten, but man, Escobar, wow, that dude man is is having a, is having some games, man. He's been put together some great games. Yes, he has. Well, we uh, we're going into the last part of the show, and I mean we gonna see how Junior did. Junior, I really appreciate you taking out the time because we know you got a lot on your schedule to uh, get on with us. Ray, won't you go ahead and. Man, I hope everybody had a great time in the cave. Uh, we'll see you next week. And Junior, hey, break one open for me, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, man. And uh, It's been a pleasure, man. Thanks, guys, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I, I wish you guys the best, man. No problem. And Ray, send, send me some Harold Chicken Shack while you're at it. <laughs> I will, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. Take care. Thanks for joining care. us at the Man Cave. All right.
All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.